Adam and Peter explore the crazy new world. Welcome, Peter. <laughs> Welcome. I hope it didn't record the sounds, the funny sounds we make with our mouth that we are kind of <laughs> preparing our tongues and our lips to be flexible when we start. Like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it, Did you it shows this? in real life uh, that we actually do these voice exercises before every single podcast recording. <laughs> so it makes sense. This voice sounds yeah. completely different. And well, today's <laughs> session will be about a sound and uh, creation. Wow, what a what a transition, right? <laughs> um, like we had planned it, we didn't really. It's just no, no, it's <laughs> not planned idea. at all. But today's session will be about a tool, a new tool that was uh, released just last week by Sta Stability AI. I like this um, company because they kind of are open source. The open source company in the AI business, um, creating one cool tool after another, uh, stable code, stable uh, stable infusion, creating um, great pictures for free, um, uh, stable doodle, so you can sketch uh, sketch images and it will create some some funny um, pictures. And now they released stable audio, so it's all about music, and they have trained this tool with. 800,000 uh, songs and um, instrumentals and some, um, well, effects, sound effects. So you can create whatever you have in your mind, something mm -hmm. that, uh, whatever, a pilot speaking um, and uh, a river and whatever, something falling down. And funny stuff, um, basically for free. 45 seconds are for free, 20, yeah. 20 um, songs or 20, well, instrumentals per month are for free, which is great. So a lot of fun to play with. I'm, I'm, I'm curious why um, this is now kind of big of a, um, a big of a news in, in a way, because these kind of audio generating tools are out for a while. And I believe the thing that you mentioned is mostly that it's free. If you look for the others like Beethoven AI, Boomi, Soundraw, Moobot, Aviva, whatever their name, they are really costly. And that's what I also found interesting. You hardly get anything for free. You have to pay a lot. They, they produce some cool stuff, sometimes very, yeah, very intuitive. You, you can select different types and genres and it creates things out of that one. Not so much prompt-based. Maybe that's another differentiator. Um, but the thing what I really found interesting is that in the music world, it immediately costs some money. When you look back at the picture generation or text generation, it was for free most of the time, for great success. But why do you think is the music, also for this one, you only have very short clips, the thing where they turn it immediately into cash. Do you have an idea? Well, I guess it's uh, they are all afraid of the of the power of music industry because um, yeah. whenever you create three minute songs, um, you will flood or all the free music will flood TikTok and all the charts and um, Spotify probably, and this could lead to some legal um, cases. So they probably want to uh, avoid something like this. Yeah. And also, that, it sounds reasonable because if you look in the uh, the, the uh, terms and conditions of the other free stuff, not free, that's the, the KI, uh, AI stuff which you have to pay for, they also have um, license recommendations where can, sometimes you have to pay more if you want to use it for a commercial purpose. Most of them are even not free if you do it only for your own fun. 
that seems to be really a very dangerous area, particularly in Germany, where we come from, where they have these lawyers that immediately sue you when you use some music in a non-appropriate way. We have this schema thing where you have to, but the musicians get paid, and that's a nice thing in the end. But you know, even if you go have a training session where you use it, a, 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 a engaging music in the beginning, somebody could sue you. Oh, you're using music for making uh, for uh, public purposes, or like what? <laughs> Really a dangerous area. But you wanted to show, we wanted, don't want to talk about license things. You wanted to show it, I think, and um, you prepared some examples. And how is it working? Let, let me ask you this. You, you fooled around with this one or tried it out. How is it working compared to other tools? Easier? I fooled around with this and I realized the, that um, you need to be fluent in the language mm -hmm. of a musician. The better, the more fluent you are, the better the outcome. And I tried with a one word prompt like tango. And <laughs> let me show you, let me play something that I, some, some sounds that I created. This is stable audio. So you go to stableaudio.com, then you create a, a login, you register. And then as you can see, you have 20 music pieces per month. You can upgrade to pro to get 90 seconds. It's still not the three minute uh, mark, but you get 90 seconds for $11 per month or so, something like this. But well, it's fun to play around with the, with the free uh, tracks and um, Something I played around with is like creating a electric guitar, grunge style. <laughs> So that's fun. So this is this is fun. I, I created a long uh, prompt with a lot of details. What kind of electric guitar? Since I have played uh, electric guitar in in the last year, so I know the language of of a guitarist, uh, guitar player. But um, well, when it comes to tango, I know what tango is. I dance tango, but well, I couldn't describe it. So I just used this word tango and listen to this. And the third one, just um, some kind of meditation and um, warm hug. This was recommended by St Stable Audio as a right prompt to use. So this is great. Having this kind of free background music is fantastic. So just stopping the audio. So you, so you can... Here we are. Yeah, here we are back again. Yeah, that's 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 really great. And you said you said it rightfully. So um, you know, this thing has been trained with data where music pieces have been described somehow. Yeah, and that's why that's the data it uses. So it can only understand how musicians talk. And if you're not a musician, it will be really difficult to create a great prompts. <laughs> but you can learn it eventually. I, I believe it's like with the the photographic things the same. You know, when you when you just type in into Leonardo AI or whatever the tool is, hey, come on, uh, create a picture of a lady, then it creates a picture of a lady, but it's it's not enough, or a picture of a dog or so. Then it be just a dog, but you you need to be much more clear what you want to have the background, the foreground, lens, and aperture, and all the other things, which also comes from photography or 
art description. And I believe it's the same here. Um, but I, I was kind of, I was surprised that the tango itself was so bad. I would have expected mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. create some generic tango-ish things. Like when you go for Spotify and say, uh, give me a tango, it creates, there are tangos fonts over there. Why shouldn't be like the best average of a tango? Yeah, yeah, yeah well, I expected it to be the, the shorter, the better it will be, but yeah. it's it's the opposite. So when mm -hmm. if you don't describe in every detail what kind of and how many beats per minute and uh, what style, mm -hmm. if it's tango argentino or whatever style of tango, it will be worse than, well, <laughs> so using just one, one, one word prompt will lead to um, medium, mediocre results. Yeah, but I believe there will be kind of interfaces that make it simpler for those who are not the super duper musicians. They kind of have, can select and like styles should sound like, I don't know, um, tango players, tango songs from famous um, authors or famous composers. Um, or famous artists, and then you type in this name, and it will create stuff like this. I'm pretty sure that's that's an early stage, I believe. Um, yeah. But in the end, it can be. Yeah. What does it mean? Does it mean we uh, we get rid of musicians or the ones who compose the stuff? What would be your let me let me play uh, two more examples so you yeah. can uh, you can decide decide for yourself. I see some uh, potential and some danger. Just just a few seconds mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. of examples. So here are some audio samples, epic trail uh, movie sound. This is like kind of high quality from my perspective. Some low high low low fi hip hop beat. So these are the music samples that it can create. But you can use something like. Uh, um, 116 bits per minute, rock, drums, loop, clean production. And then it will play something like um, a loop of, of a rock drum, which is fantastic. So I see some potential. Also a piano solo chord um, progression in major key in 90 bits per minute. And the third uh, element are sound effects, something like an airplane pilot gigging. So, or pe people talking in a busy restaurant. Yeah, so these are the three uh, different styles of sound elements it can create. And I see a lot of potential, especially for the for someone learning how to play an instrument. You can create a loop with this and kind of yeah. whatever. That's not, not that's not so new for me. If you look like um, Garage Band or so in, in Apple products, they had things like this already for many years where you can have just loop generations yeah. and things um, for, for this purpose. I would rather go like um, it can help the, the work of, of the music creators for commercials, for what you had, the TV stuff and so on, this kind of sound carpets behind makes perhaps for them the life easier, but I'm not a pro in this area. They should tell us what it is. I personally believe on a different level, something will happen. If people can create music on the fly like this one, um, more and more easy then the value of recorded music, the streamed music is deteriorating. But what is increasing is the value of handmade music. People on stage playing the guitar mm -hmm. and playing the drums, doing the real thing, 
will become more and more valuable and precious again. That's what difference is it? Everybody can create this kind of stuff, but really playing it live and having the vibes and the energy when you when they see them on stage and doing a rock song and you kind of dance in front of the stage, that's something that I believe will be becoming more and more precious again. Like before the recording were possible, these similar things like um, in older days when the artist performance was the thing, not the music, the recorded one. What do you think? Yeah. You could be right. This could be a good question for, for the audience. So we had, mm -hmm. um, with some of our podcasts, we, we had a lot of, um, well, controversial discussions. Maybe this one will cause uh, some kind of controversy as well. So tell us what you think. Will these, will such tools replace musicians or will it be just another tool in the portfolio of a musician? Both. <laughs> and both musicians, the real ones, will become more and more. Look at uh, Taylor Swift, what she now casts out for, for being live with this lady on stage is unbelievably expensive. And this will be then kind of the thing. Live, more important. Recording, bullshit. <laughs> That's my claim. But we are over 10 minutes, Adam. Did you realize we've just yeah, over 30 minutes again? Yeah, oh well, my God. We should be more precise in the future. <laughs> Take an AI tool we are Germans. We are Germans. <laughs> <laughs> we need to be punctual. That's the thing, yeah. And I'm like, Talk. always great fun. <laughs>